are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and, uh, you know, for a while, you're um, a filmmaker, you have been a filmmaker, but for some reason, your content is not up to standard. Okay, let's be honest here. And I'm not saying this to discourage you as a filmmaker. I'm only saying this so you can take a step back and ask yourself this question. Why am I making movies? Why am I in the business of making movies? Now, your go-to answer can be, well, I have to make money or to make money or well I want to express myself and I have people or my audience is interested in the movies I make well duh well those answers may be true however if you've heard the term the cream of the crop which is not a movie title. If you heard that term, then here's what it means. I just found out that in the job market, every employer, including producers of film and TV, are looking for what's known as the cream of the crop. So you need to not just sell yourself, but differentiate yourself. I mean, really give them a reason to say yes to you. And it won't come from you just saying, oh, I'm making movies because it's the right thing to do, or I'm making movies because... I need to express myself, or I want to express myself, or to make money, or to be famous. Now, those answers may very well be valid reasons to make movies, but what people want is to be entertained, to have the experience of being relaxing, when people, the average Joe, goes out, spend eight or so hours a day, or should I say eight plus hours a day, or how many hour, hours a day, dealing with their real job, their real life, the ones that makes them the dough, ones that makes them the money, all they want to do is come home, and forget about reality, unwind, and be entertained. Just relax is what they want to do. However, I'm finding that a lot of idiot critiques or idiot critics are too focused on the realistic aspect of the movie 
or content or they say something like illogical. That gets thrown around every so now and then. So, don't let that discourage you. You know, as S.S. Rajamali put it, don't just make movies for the sake of the money. You have to believe in your characters. You have to believe in your content. Only then you will see results. What I'm also going to say is, you see, when you make a uh, content, when you put out content that turns people off, you really are doing yourself a, not many favors. You're not doing yourself any favors. Let's put it that way. And you are not progressing. You're only following the bandwagon. You're jumping on the bandwagon. Or you're doing what everybody else says or whatever every other filmmaker does just to be included. But that is not to say you can't create quality content. You can. Just don't ruin it. Just believe in your characters. And I can't stress this enough. And I know I have mentioned this in a previous episode, but I do need to mention it again. All you filmmakers really need to believe in your characters, believe in your content, and forget about the critics. They are always wrong anyways. Now, if you were to turn around and tell me, but Jared, you need to practice what you preach. And I would agree with you. I will agree with you on this one. What I'm going to do is every content that I put out, not just for this podcast or for my YouTube channel, but any movie or any film, documentary film, web series, any content that I try to write or that I engage in producing and writing, I ask myself why I'm doing this. Do I have a message? Do I have a central controlling idea or a theme that I want to explore? Well, most of the time, the answer is a yes. Sometimes it can be one of those things when I just feel like writing it and I write it, but I don't do it just for the sake of self-expression. I just start writing, see where it goes, and also I fine-tune it. I welcome constructive criticism. In fact, I look for constructive criticism. What I 
do not appreciate is destructive criticism. Words like unrealistic or illogical. Now, the believability aspect, I can let that slide because, yes, for audience to be fully immersed in my content, yes, I do need to make it believable enough that they would suspend their disbelief. And trust me, the audience wants to do just that when they watch a movie. It's make-believe. And I cannot stress that point again. It's another point that I cannot stop stressing. Movies and other content that you see that are made up, they're make-believe. Well, not so much with documentaries, because with documentaries, it's based on reality anyway. And with reality shows, eh, I would have to say, most of it is based on reality, but... It can be tweaked around to make it more dramatic. So some reenactments can be done. So for example, if you are telling a crime story, said crime story can be in a documentary series or it can be turned into a movie or the movie can be based on a crime story. But the believability aspect is still there. And I, for one, do have to mention that just complaining about the realistic aspect or the illogical aspect of it doesn't really do you any favors. The audience has come for one reason, one reason only. They watch movies for one reason and one reason only is for the experience. But also for storytelling. Because as per the book, Sapien, or Sapiens, I think the title is, the author simply says we're sociable people. The human beings are sociable people, which is why we love telling stories. The gossip, if you will. So with that being said, let's that now cut to a break. And what I'm going to do is figure out or give you some ideas on how to make movies or some I'm going to give you some ideas to explore on making movies on a budget. I know there are a lot of you independent filmmakers who are pretty stretched thin. You can't really afford a crew. 
You can't really afford to pay for a crew. You can't, you know, afford the expensive equipment that needs uh, need, needs you to either rent it or, you know, make it so that it's believable. It make it so that it's professional. And that's up next. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I was discussing the intricacies of movies. And now I think I was uh, talking about standing out. I was actually talking about being the cream of the crop for producers. Now, your ideas do matter, but I also mentioned what the audience would like. They would like the experience of a lifetime while unwinding from real life or from reality. I'm going to ask you something. Would you, for one, who has dealt with eight plus hours of reality, dealing with reality rather, and then coming back and dealing with more of it. Why would you want to deal with more of reality? I mean, something's got to give. You need an escape way. You need a pathway to relax to forget about reality for a while, get in your own world and all that. So some ideas that I've come up with that you can explore is the or rather, should I call, I'll call them tips for you to come up with ideas for movies. Let's let's put put it out there. Let's Go with that. Let's say I'm going to give you some tips on coming up with ideas for short films on a budget. How's that sound? Great. You see, when you think up an idea, here's the first step. Know what the audience knows or find out what the audience knows about a particular subject or on a particular topic and see if you can give us your creative spin, i.e. see if you yourself can use your creativity to come up with a story based on what they know about said topic, about the topic that you are exploring. My second tip is don't listen to the critics. Don't focus on reality. Forget reality. Movies and TV shows are make-believe. 
Tip number three. Take inspiration from TV shows that are your favorite, your favorite TV shows, or take inspiration from fairy tales that you yourself heard as a kid. I'm not talking about the famous ones. I'm not talking about the big ones like Little Riding Hood or uh, Three Bears, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, or Gold, or what's the other one? Snow White. Now you can use those as your basis, but get inspired by those to come up with your own. Take that, the fairy tales, as your inspiration. That's my tip number three. Now, tip number four is my final tip of this episode. Is create a world that closely has... Elements of our world. So, for example, you may want to create a world where the justice system is similar to ours, but not exactly like ours. You may want to create a world where the social justice system or the uh, society itself kind of behaves like us, but it really doesn't. So, for example, you might want to create an alien world where there are rebellions and there are people who fight for social justice and all that. But think of your own world. Don't copy Someone else's world for a freaking sake. But anyway, those are my four tips for you to come up with ideas, make-believe ideas for your movie. And this is if you are on a shoestring budget. Now, I know some of the ideas can require financing, i.e., a little bit more, depending on the project. But I would urge you to check out a movie called Project Almanac. Low-budget movie. It's a sci-fi movie. You may want to also use that as inspiration for yours. It's, I believe it's a time travel type of movie. So I would highly recommend it and I would suggest using that not as a template but as an inspiration to come up with your own sci-fi idea on a budget so that's pretty much what I've got for you today in this episode of the Story Dude Show now Filmmakers, I do hope that you take these seriously 
and seriously think about why exactly it is you are doing what you're doing. Why are you making the movies that you are making? What are you planning to achieve or what are you trying to achieve with it? If your answer is simply for self-gratification or want to express yourself. Now, the expression, the self-expression is totally fine. I'm not against it. But you have to find out who else shares that expression. Your expression. Find that audience. So with that being said, this is Jared Dean Winchester, also known as the Story Dude. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Story Dude Show. And as always, until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.